Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in to the Survivor Now podcast. The content is coming up shortly, but first we got to pay some bills. Okay, we are so excited to tell you guys about this great partnership we now have with our good friend Katie over at Katie Tedesco Art. Since 2015, Katie has been running the original Survivor fan shop where she creates Survivor trading cards, Survivor idol keychains, Big Brother keys, and more. We have been huge fans of hers ever since we started ordering our own items. We're huge fans of the Survivor trading cards. I even got my favorite, John Cochran. You can order them in packs, say an entire season, or you can also order your favorite Survivor Castaways cards in individual packs as well. The items come in a timely manner and are handled with care to make sure you, as a customer, are never disappointed. You can check out all of her cool work over at our Etsy site. The link is in our Instagram bio, so just head on over, let her know Survivor Now sent you, and give her a follow. You can find her on Insta, at Katie Tedesco Art. That's all one word, and that's Katie Tedesco, T-E-D-E-S-C-O, Art. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Survivor Now podcast. And today we have another, we are blessed to have another amazing guest, a very strong guest. Okay. Like this is the person I need to talk to with my shoulder injury because he's a personal trainer and everything. He competed on the last season of Survivor Australia, Blood versus Water, lasted 39 days. So if it was the US version, he might have won the entire game. And he finished a very respectable ninth place and got booted out. One of the most dramatic tribal councils of the entire season. He already knows I'll be asking about that later. Uh, everybody, please welcome Jordan to the show. Jordan, how you doing, man? I'm good, man. Thank you so much for having me. Um, it's uh, it's actually amazing speaking to guys from the from the US. Um, you know, that's obviously the home of Survivor. So it's it's um. Yeah, it's always, always uh, surreal speaking to you guys. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm glad to be here. Thank you for having me. I, I've spoken at this point, and I never thought it would get to this point. I've spoken to a lot of your fellow castaways, including someone you're very close with, your cousin, uh, Josh, that we'll be speaking about today. I hope you haven't heard anything bad about the show. I'm nervous. I'm still nervous talking to, <laughs> to former castaways and stuff. You know, you still get those nerves. Nah, don't be nervous at all, mate. Um, <laughs> no, nah, man. I've known, uh, yeah, Josh, uh, I've known him for a little while, actually, probably since I was born, so I, 30 years now, so I've known him for a while. I, I keep hearing, like I said, I've listened to some other, other interviews you've had, and I've read it also in your bios and stuff, that you guys are so close. You guys are pretty much like brothers, which I have some cousins that I hardly ever talk to. So I wanted to ask <laughs> you guys, before we dive into everything here, Survivor-related, what is your guys' relationship? Because we keep hearing you guys are super close. Uh, Josh and my relationship, he's my first cousin. So my mum is his mum's sister. So uh, we, we're we very lucky, very fortunate. Um, there's there's actually six boys and we're all around the same age. So, you know, Survivor could have the pick of all six of us. Like we're all, we've all played rugby together. We've all travelled together. Um, but Josh and myself especially, you know, we've, we've travelled the world together. We've been to Europe, Asia, everywhere. Uh, we've played in uh, multiple teams together. Uh, we've had multiple wrestling matches at Christmas together. <laughs> that doesn't surprise uh, me because on the show, every time that JLP was like, all right, we need two guys coming up, 
as soon as I saw Josh, I knew Jordan was going up and vice versa. I knew you guys were facing off. Like I remember that mud pit challenge. Like that was one of my favorite oh. moments of the season between you two. Cause that was, that was fun to watch. Oh, that was, um, that's what we were worried about too. Cause we knew it's not, a, it wasn't even about being on TV. It was about family and our mates. Like whoever loses, our mates are going to give a shit. And then same with our like family, like we would have lot, we never would have like everyone was like my brother would have ripped into me, Josh's brother, like so we needed to get it done. But now though that that mud wrestling challenge was, I will say that's one of the hardest things I've ever done because it actually went for a lot longer than they showed, and we were gassed, like of course, like we I swallowed a lot of like a lot of mud, like a lot of water as well, and we just didn't want to let each other lose, so we just went hard. <laughs> did you guys talk like before you were going out there? Did you guys talk about Hey, if we get the chance to like face off in a challenge, we're going to do it. Well, with the because we've played sport together and we're very competitive, um, we just knew like we're like, oh, you know, if we go against each other, we just knew that we we've been taught to sort of, you know, if you through sport, regardless if that's your teammate or not, we've just been taught to go 100. percent So we we knew that it was a possibility we'd be going against each other, and we also knew that you know if we had to, it was. It's a gentleman's agreement, shake hands and um, <laughs> rip into each other. <laughs> well, okay. So I have to bring this up and, and this will come up a couple of times, you know, the, the rivalry that went on between you two during the game and the, and the partnership as well. But I have to ask, I asked Josh the exact same question and he gave me a very <laughs> respectable, polite answer. I said, <laughs> so who's more of the survivor fan between the two of you? Cause I'm also interested to hear how this all got started, how you guys, were the two out of the six boys picked to go on the show. But who who would you say is the more Survivor fan out of the two of you? I'd probably, in all honesty, I'd probably have to say Josh. Um, you know, I, I really love Survivor. Like, I do love it. Josh is, uh, he's got that analytical mindset, though. So, like, with me, I watch Survivor. I can read people. I'm very social. I look at that aspect of the game. Um, I'd probably say Josh might just pit me because he will look at the analytical side of the game. And, mm. you know, you, you've seen Josh as a player. Um, where me, I might skip through a few things just to watch certain things and do all that. And um, <laughs> jo- Josh, will, Josh will watch every little thing, like every one of the centre. And um, I think that's what gets him just over the line. But, um, no, I'm a huge Survivor fan. For me, the reason why I love Survivor, the American Survivor, any Survivor around the world is because, it's not like other reality shows where you might be on a, like you, you might be on buddy in a house <laughs> yeah, yeah. or chilling out or something like that. Like you're in, you're in the trenches, like you're in the heat, you're in the cold, you're in the rain. And then you're on top of that, you got wild animals, you got people trying to stab you in the back. You've then got to do challenges, you're starving. So Survivor is just, I've respected Survivor and I love watching it because it takes a special person to do it. Like it's not just like, not anyone can do it. You've got to have a certain mindset to do it. And I, I firmly believe that, like, you've got to be willing to go to put yourself through the actual bit of pain. It's a lot harder once you get out there, isn't it, than everyone thinks. Oh, I, uh, <laughs> I want to say hey, this. I want to say this, like, as clear as day. You know, everyone, everyone has done this. I guarantee it. Everybody's done this, including me. Every time I've watched Survivor, I'm like, yeah, I can do that. I'll be able to do that. Oh, why don't they do this? Why don't they do that? Like, I've done that. I'm guilty of that. I've done that for years. As soon as I got, as soon as I got out there and we did our first challenge, I'm like, oh, hey, this is all right. not too bad. This is all right. 
once we got back to the campsite and it was barren, like there was nothing there. Yeah. There was just <laughs> there was just like your well to get water. <laughs> nothing set up. It was 45 degrees. Like I know that you guys, like I was saying to the boys as well, you're in Fahrenheit, so I don't even know how hot that is. That is like, <laughs> I don't even I think I think Mark said something about it was like 101 Fahrenheit. That's the one. Like That'd that. be about right. Yeah. So and you've got no food. And then and it's like, all right, well, this is a lot harder than I thought. And then you're in these challenges, you're wrestling. So to anyone out there, it's yeah, it's a lot harder than even for me. I was surprised. I'm like, this is this is hard. Like we're in the trenches now. Don't tell me this, Jordan, because I've applied to the show five or six times. And then I'm new to the Australian version. Your guys' season was really the season that it was the first season I watched all the way through. I've watched some, yeah. you know, highlights of past seasons and stuff. Um, champions versus contenders, uh, Daisy season. I watched that. Yeah. So that was the first season. But I'm like the Australian version of the show. I actually prefer it to the US version because I feel like they do a lot of stuff right. I know we're going to get to the purgatory twist because you weren't the biggest fan of that. And I, I understand uh. why. But don't tell me it's it's super hard because I'm not an outdoorsy person. And I'm still like, I want to get out there. I want to put my skills to the test. Well, that's where I like, that's where I want to like explain something too. Like a lot of people think it's just about physicality. It's not, it's nothing like that. Like go ahead and look at George. Like, I don't know if you watched last season. Uh, I um, haven't, I haven't yet. If you look at George, who was runner up last season, he has probably one of the best strategic minds I've seen in the game of Survivor. And that carried him a long way. So there's different levels of, there's different um, types of strength. It's not about physicality. Um, you know, there's social, there's strategic, like there's all different levels. Like you can, if you're a, if you're solid in one area, you can make up those other areas. Um, and I think with you, man, you know the game, you want to mm. do it. Yeah. And that's all, if you've got the attitude to do it, you'll do it. That's all I meant. It's not about, uh, you don't need to be the strongest guy. Yeah. Like, I mean, it, it like would help. <laughs> it would help a little bit. It helps a little bit, but you know, strategy is everything as well. Um like you've seen a lot of strong guys get taken out early. You know, that was the difference between this game. You know, we tried to stay together this time. But, um, yeah, it's, you know, it's it's once you're in, this is one thing I learned about Survivor too. Once you get into the game, regardless of who you are, what background you are from or whatever, it's an even playing field. Everyone's the same. So I do want to, a little bit later here, I want to talk about that big guys alliance that you were talking about. Really, that took place on red 2.0 between, as you stated, some of the stronger guys on the tribe. But the last question I have before we get into the game is what was the cat or the process of getting cast onto the show? What was it like? Did they contact you first? Did they contact Josh? And then what was it like to kind of pick who was going to go out there together? Um, so with the, we were, um, we were very fortunate. I think, I think there was, um, I think there was a late withdrawal like a very late withdrawal from, oh, wow. um, so, yeah. So, and we, <laughs> I don't think many people know this, but yeah, we, we were, um, Josh and myself, I, I think I was actually at, um, I was at home and then Josh called me. Uh, sorry, man. Um, Josh called no, me. He was good. like, like we're obviously survivor fans. So I was like, like, we love the show. Josh calls me out of nowhere and he's like, Hey mate, like <laughs> it was random. He's like, <laughs> dude, do you want to, um, do you want to go on Survivor? And I'm like, I was like, what? I was like, what do you mean? Like, literally just got back from work. I was chilling out at home. Josh goes, do you want to go on Survivor? And, and I'm like, um, I, I don't even know what you're talking about. Like, are you joking? Are you serious? He's like, no, nah, I'm, I'm dead serious. He's like, there's a new season coming out. 
they need two of us. Um, you know, they've had a look at both of our Instagrams and um, they know we're both fans and all that sort of stuff. And, you know, they asked who would want to go on. So they called Josh first. And then Josh said that, you know, Jordan, Jordan would be the best one to go on with me. And then, yeah, the rest is history. They called us. We then did a few interviews with producers. Um, and then we had six days to, to get ready. Just six days. Wow. So Josh and myself, we, so we had a six-day turnaround, me and Josh. Wow. But, have you applied to the show before? I've never applied, but I think Josh has, though. So that's why I was like, I think Josh might have, and I think maybe his partner as well. But I felt, I've watched every season of the Australian Survivor, and I've watched a few air seasons too. So I was like, this is crazy. So they're like, are you ready to go? I'm like, yeah, I'm ready to get it done. Ready for the challenge. Well, what was it like to actually like get out there? Because that's one of the, the best feelings, right? You, you aren't starving yet. You aren't sleeping on the ground yet. But you get right there. You see JLP standing across from you. You have Sandra coming in on a helicopter with her daughter. So what was that initial feeling when you were standing there? And did you guys expect to play together right off the bat? Or did you kind of know with blood versus water, it was going to be separated? Oh, the <laughs> you'll laugh at this. Because when we lined up, because you obviously don't know who's going to be on the show, they keep that pretty airtight. Mm-hmm. So we sort of were, we were put into two lines. I felt a bit like Hunger Games, to be honest. <laughs> so you're like what we are we getting in, into here oh uh, once it once it hit like it, we we lined up and they're like all right you're going in you're going into the game now then we walked over this huge mount like ridge like you saw us into the game we saw jlp i'm like all right this is real now um and the excitement just kicks in you're like oh wow this is uh this is hectic um and then because because of the American season, like you've obviously done blood versus water before, so yeah, we knew we knew automatically like it would have been a miracle if we played together straight away. So we prepared to be split instantly, um, like we knew it was coming. Um, and then to see Sandra and Nina rock up as well, we're like, <laughs> this is this is uh, this has opened up a whole new kettle of fish here. So it's going to be uh, it's going to be pretty interesting. But um, we knew we we're in for a big one. Like there were some big players there, like they were already there, and um, yeah, it was it was. Ex- it was actually one of the most nerve, uh, I was one of the most nerve wracking experiences I've had like in a while. Like walking over, seeing JLP standing there, and and just going, "All right, well, there's no way we can leave now." Like we're here now. <laughs> well, and you actually got to start on a tribe with the Queen of Survivor, and being a fan yourself, you know, you know all about Sandra and all that. So, what was that like to just have Sandra? the queen standing on the same tribe as you, were you kind of like, okay, I got to get her out instantly or kind of like, Hey, let's try to learn from her. here. I had two different, um, I had two different mindsets, you know, I was just like, um, she was, by the way, Sandra's Sandra's awesome. Like I had some mm. really amazing chats with her. She's really down to earth. Um, and you know, she, she was, yeah, she was awesome. Um, but I, I, like you said, you just hit the nail on the head. For I watched Survivor, like, and, you know, you, every, I watched Survivor. I've played a lot of sport in my life as well. And, you know, you can watch sport. It doesn't mean you can play it. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, I know. Yeah. And, oh, I know. So, yeah. yeah. And so Sandra, like you just said then, Sandra, I might watch Survivor. She's played it. Like, she's done it six times. So I'm like, well... If there's anyone knows how to, and I'm going off track here, but you can prepare as much as you want for this game. You can do whatever you want, but once that heat hits you, those cameras hit you, oh. all the pressure, all the pressure hits you, man. It doesn't matter what you've learned, like outside, 
that's a different beast. You got to pivot. So like I knew straight away, I might have to talk to her and I might have to get some tricks off her and learn because she's done this six times. She's a veteran. She was so calm, like instantly. And all of us are shaking and shitting ourselves. <laughs> and Sam just <laughs> like imagine like can you imagine playing six times? Like if I'd played six times and went back again, the confidence level is through the roof. Like she's years ahead of us. But obviously it puts a target on her back though. But oh yeah. Well, see, so I you said this earlier when we were talking. Uh, that, you know, I kind of look past the edit and, you know, I, I know to do that. You got to look past the edit at sometimes because the edit can hurt some people. And I thought early on in the game, I'll just say, I thought the edit, you were one of the people that I thought was hurt from the edit. You and Josh, uh, Josh, especially at the beginning, I thought the edit really wasn't focusing on, but we could see your relationship uh, with Ben and Croc. And so it they also made it seem like you three were kind of working with Sandra because Sandra wanted to get in with the big guys and work with them. How close was that connection between the two? Was that just Sandra and the edit making it seem like you all were working together or was it actually like a, a group that was happening that was forming there? It was a bit of a, you hit the nail, you hit the nail on the head there. Like it was a bit of a, it was a bit of a mess. Like we all had different angles. So Croc was very close with Sandra um, he wanted to have a really good working relationship, which because she's very, very switched on. I tried to use, like, for myself, I knew that physically we'd be uh, threats instantly. So for me, I was actually just trying to make sure I had shields from Ben and Croc, but also building relationships with Jesse, Sam, Amy, like the likes of that, and Sandra. Um, but I did feel like we had a really good working relationship. Um, but Sandra, Sandra played the obviously played their cameras in the edit perfectly. Like she knows exactly what to say. Um, but now I, I thought I had a very good working relationship with Sandra, though. That that was the only thing. Usually I'm okay. I'm not perfect at like telling how people are in the tribes and stuff. I was confused with your game only at that moment because I know it appeared you were close with Amy as well. So I didn't really know at the time what side were you closer to Sandra or were you more closer to Amy? Or was it kind of like you were playing both sides, you know, early on in the game, just seeing where you fit in? So with me, I um, my whole game plan was to use my second... So to use my physical strength and attributes as just... I've already got that. So don't, I'm not going to worry about that. And not like not being cocky or anything like that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want I don't, I don't want that to define who I am in the game. So my main, so I've worked in sales, I've managed people before, I can read people. So my whole gameplay was to build relationships with sort of everyone and then pivot where I wanted to work. So um, I actually found myself in a very strong position. You know, I was in the middle of, I found myself in the middle of the tribe where I could go, I could speak with Michelle, I could speak with Amy, I could speak with Sandra. I um, was airtight with Sam, Jesse, Croc, Ben. So I actually found myself in a position where, my name didn't even come up for for a long time. I was going to ask, did you um, ever feel like, before we get to uh, Blood 2.0 or Red 2.0, um, did you ever feel like in a position where it's like, man, my, obviously you're always going to be nervous, but did you ever feel like, man, my name could be on the line tonight? Or like you said, were you pretty comfortable in the try? I actually felt pretty comfortable. Once, once Sophie got blindsided though, um, that caused a tiny bit of a, like, I was like, all right, maybe we got a, you know, maybe we might be in a bit of trouble here, but, you know, we pretty much, 
like I made it a goal of mine to wrestle back control very fast. So after that happened, I was like, create distance, rebuild like the connections you've got. And then after I did that, I actually felt pretty confident. I was like, you know, this is all good. And yeah, man, we were safe. We pretty much um not not being cocky, but we pretty much got to tribe swap unscathed. Drop like, drop the mic, Jordan. Drop <laughs> no, I like sorry. it. I like own own up with the confidence. I love it. Um, I didn't even have this question written down. Until I listened to your interview uh, on our good friend Speaking Llama's podcast. Am I correct me if I'm wrong here? You said one of the, the huge moments for you in the game that they didn't really show in the edit was the Amy vote out. So can you kind of yeah. walk me through that that uh, elimination for you and how that went down? When Amy got voted out or when? Yeah, because didn't you say on the show that that was like a big moment for you in your game is getting Amy out of the game? Uh, not the Amy voter. I think that just showed, like, I think for for us, it probably just solidified how strong our bond was, um, mm. and it pretty much just showed how strong our alliance was. Um, you know, that was the first time where we joined Red Two Point um, and you know, Josh had his alliance. Yeah, but it wasn't my it wasn't my alliance. You know, I I um. I was coming into his tribe. We were outnumbered. So uh, there was only three of us left over. So, you know, I had to put my trust in Josh's hands, but also I had to build relationships quickly. So uh, when I got into Red 2.0, you know, I was already getting asked to join little alliances everywhere. So by Shay, by Nina, by um, Josh, obviously, who's my cousin, by, you know, I was getting pulled each way. So once I was having those conversations, I was like, I felt even more confident again. I'm like, I'm going to fall into another alliance here, like with just the back of, um, you know, building relationships. And then, you know, Amy took a swing and, you know, we sort of clean swept her. Like, I didn't even, I think I got one vote and that was from yeah. Amy. So yep. I think that sort of solidified where my position was in the tribe. And I was like, you know, we're going to go to merge now. So you brought up alliances there. And I love the move that you guys did. I know a lot of times it's not the popular move in the survivor community for all the big guys to, to team up together. But you, you were right in saying that, you know, a lot of times the big guys pick each other off one by one by one in the game. Not to say that, you know, people who go on to win don't deserve it, but, you know, some of the big guys don't get that chance to make it to the end because they just pick each other off. You actually teamed up on blood 2.0 with Mark, Josh, uh, Juicy Dave, maybe was he in that as yeah, well? Juicy, yeah, he was kind of yeah, he was juicy. kind of on the outs a little bit, right? <laughs> I was yeah, like, juicy, yeah. yeah, the big guys are together, and then Juicy Dave's kind of tagging along. But yeah. when you guys got together to talk about Jordy as well, when you got together to talk about that alliance, uh, how did that talk go go down with you guys? Was that something that you and Josh started up, or was that just all of you coming together to say, "Hey, let's protect protect the big guys out here"? Well, we had. We knew, like, so with – it come down to a values piece. Like, it came more down to values. Um, I know this is going to be pretty deep, but, you know, Mark's an SAS soldier. So he's um, – a lot of SAS, Navy SEALs, you know, that sort of stuff, it's all about team. It's all about, you know, teamwork, trust, like loyalty, all that sort of stuff. Me and Josh are rugby players, so it's all about teamwork, trust, loyalty. Um and Josh, you know, built a very strong relationship with Mark. And then, you know, when we had the, when they came over and had the cheese platter there and we were there, you know, we got to speak as well. And I was like, Croc had the same values too. So, you know, 
I think it was always going to happen at some point. You know, we got to, I was like, we're the big guys. We need to protect each other. So what we realized is once we actually merged and got together, we're like, and then the Amy vote happened. That's when we knew too, because I put my full trust into Mark, Josh and their alliance mm-hmm. that I could have, they could have sent me it. Like they could have easily just switched up and like, I put my full trust into them and I just sat back and I had to trust them. And then, you know, they got it done. And then from that point of view, uh, point of, um, sorry, from that moment on, we're just like, you know, why don't we look after each other? Let's get to merge. Um, and then we want to compete too against the strongest. We want to compete against um, whether it's mentally strong, physically, it doesn't matter. Like we were like, you know, when we get to merge, we have to go against each other anyway. So why not get each other there and then take each other out? So that was just, 101 like basics yeah um and then okay. oh, oh go ahead no go ahead man and we just realized we just had a lot in common like if you want to if you want me to simplify it like we just actually had a lot in common like half of our <laughs> half, half of our half of our chats that they won't show were movie quotes really like, i i told i told the boys this like Give me you gotta give all- me a movie quote now you gotta give me one i'm i'm an actor outside of this like that's that's my actual job. So now you got to hit me with a movie quote. Uh, so we had some dumb ones. Like, <laughs> so one of the, one of the challenges where we jumped off that bloody, um, off the waterfall. Yep. Yep. Like we, we, we all looked at each other and just said, aim for the bushes. Like from the other guys, like we just say shit like that like all the time. <laughs> That's like in the middle of a challenge. Is it something yeah, like, like someone would say a yeah. quote and they, they'd point and they say, oh, I got yeah. it. I understood. Exactly. That yeah. So I'd turn and look at Josh and be like, and for the bushes. <laughs> See, this uh, is do... the stuff. This is the stuff that doesn't make Survivor Television that needs to. That would add oh, so much content. It's like if you it's have... like, there's a Survivor bonus game this season. If you can pick out every time one of the guys says a movie quote, you know, you get some oh. extra content or something. Oh, you'd have you'd have an awesome like you'd they'd have so much like even um Geordie like. We we got we got we did a good one with Geordie. Um, it's off. Um, I think the Wedding Crashes. Yeah, I think the Wedding Crashes one. <laughs> You're picking um, great movies here, man. We Ge- had the Batman like, stuff Ge- this season, and well, Geordie did something, and I was like, "What an idiot! What a loser!" <laughs> <laughs> and we were just like, all like, and so we would just do quotes like Batman quotes, like Wedding Crashes, Step Brothers, oh, um, all the every- classics. Everything, all uh, Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison, like all the bangers. Like we had half of our conversations, we get filmed for like 13 hours a day. Even Mark, Josh, and myself, we just quotes. Like all we'd speak about was movies. And then people were like, what was your strat chat like, your strategy? And I was like, we'll just talk about movies. Yeah, what like, we'd strategy? Make the plan. We'd make <laughs> the plan up and then we'd just speak about like um, movies. That's exactly what I would say. What game are we on right now? We're, we're just talking movies. Get out of here with your strategic oh. talk. But that's why, and that's why it's hard to watch because, you know, we get called boring, we get called certain things. But at the end of the day, the only reason we stuck so tight too is because we actually had a lot in common and we were just good friends. Yeah. Um, and we knew it was a game. We knew at one point in time, only one of us can win. But also we knew why don't we take each other as far as we can? Like, if, and that's just simple. If I go to Australia now or when I make it out there, when you come out, uh, visit the States and I see you in public or we meet somewhere. First thing I'm going to say is aim for the bushes. I'm going to remember. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh, mate, I'll take I'll take you out. For sure. Like we, <laughs> we sort of straight away. It was just quotes. Like all we did was quotes. Like 
all and and all the best all the best movies too like we just had heaps <laughs> see i knew uh, watching it i'm like i know that'd be my lines i know i would be right in with them uh before we get oh, to the uh, to the merge here and really get to where the game takes off and all the the deepness of the game the deep strategy talk as you as you said i have a few quick hitter questions here okay and this doesn't just have to be stuff that happened uh pre-merge so it can be it throughout the entire game okay you ready of course, yeah. Of course. All right. Hardest challenge. Oh. Oh, that's a hard one, actually. Probably <laughs> in terms of just uh, probably the, um, yeah, definitely the swim to the cargo net. I really? I, I thought you were going to say sandbags. Nah, that was actually... Um, that was actually probably one of the easiest ones. Not easy, but yeah, yeah, yeah. There was no, there was not really much thinking involved, and like that's a lot of. For me, it wasn't too bad. Like not being a dick, but that we did a lot of that <laughs> yeah. stuff. For, yeah. So like, You're like I'm used to that. And we did a lot of that stuff for preseason. So like for rugby. So like for me and Croc, it was just a matter of all right, we've got a certain amount of sandbags to get done. Just lock in and do it with the um. With the cargo net, the swimming part, you're already gassed. So your whole body was wrecked. And then you had to climb like a seven-meter cargo net. Um, so you're already cooked. And then you got to try and climb. Like, that was horrible. And we did it twice. They only showed it that we did it once. We did it twice. Oh, no. Yeah. that. How was that? What was it like facing Croc? Because I know Josh told me when I talked to him that during your guys' rugby days, you actually saw Croc walk by and you're like, is that Michael Crocker? So how was that oh, like to he, actually compete against him? So we had a funny story. So like Josh and myself, like, because you don't meet any of the contestants, you don't really know who's going on. They keep that air tight um, for good reason. So when we're lining up to go into the show, we obviously knew Mark might be going on. So like, all right, so Mark, he's a very big threat. So, you know, he's going to be a problem. So we're like, all right, it's only Mark then. We didn't really see anyone else. And then you see this guy with a beard walk past. And I don't think many people knew who he was, but we knew who he was like, it's like, do you watch NFL or anything, man? Or? I do, I do. I'm a Rams fan. Well, it's like, um, well, not Rams, but it's like the style of play he was. It's like a Ray Lewis or something. Walking oh, past, like, yeah, yeah. Well, I thought like for a, a second, hard... I, I thought you were about to say not Rams, like I'm talking soccer. I'm like, okay, I get that too. But I'm like, I don't know anyone in soccer like like Croc no, in no, terms no, no. of size. No, prop, like NFL, like NFL. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, he's, yeah. Like, he's like a hard-hitting, like enforcer-style player too. So it's not like, He's not just like, he's like the pinnacle of like, he's the hip, he's the hip he's, people. He's, hard, one of the, like, he's one of those people that bigger once you see them in person, isn't it? He's just someone that everyone knows. If he's on the field, you're going to get hit pretty hard by yep, him. So it's yep. like, you know, like a Ray Lewis, he used to smash people. So it's like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, so I, we saw, I get I mean, exactly like, what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, we saw him walk past and we both looked at each other and we saw his beard. And I looked, we looked, I'm like, bro, that's Michael Crocker. And we just started laughing like, shit, that's a huge problem. Like, one of us is going to have to wrestle him. And then no, no, you leave it, leave it to Mark. Because me and Josh, oh, but I was actually, for, for us, we're excited at the challenge. Like, to, because, you know, it's a win, it's a, it's a win win. Like, you know, you obviously, if you get smashed by him, it was expected. <laughs> but if you get a win, but if, but if you get a win on him, but um, nah, we, so the store, the team we got, the team I go for in Australia, he used to play for. So he's won a championship with them. Oh wow! So to see him, he was like an idol. You still play rugby nowadays? 
Uh, I'm trying to decide if I play this year, mate. I'm getting a bit old now. <laughs> no, no, you're you're still fine. Uh, and then another one of a uh, couple more of these like rapid fire questions. You went on a couple of rewards this year. Best reward. Ooh, I missed the KFC, so that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, best rewards definitely the nachos. I think. Um, oh, okay. Definitely the nachos. Um. Probably just because there was a lot of it, like, and it was hard to get through, and I was just starving. Um, but also, I got to see a video from home as well. One person that didn't make the merge that you wish made it. Croc. Croc. Okay. See, that one is what I was expecting. And I forgot the movie one had the notches. So I was like, I'm shocked he didn't say the movie, but I forgot it was the same thing. All right. Well, if Croc, Croc just a small backstory, if Croc made. Yeah it to merge it probably would have changed the whole dynamic and the whole game really okay see now well, you gotta go now you have to go deep huh? into it you have to go deep into well, it now <laughs> it just would have put us on um so because we were obviously very very tight with chrissy so mm. it would have just given us another a bit more power to deal with two idols if that makes sense yes once we found once mark and um that would have given us four to go against those two instead of just having me and Josh who were sort of snookered if we made the wrong decision. Mm. So um, I think Croc and Croc was very similar to us as well. So um, yeah, I think having, having Croc with us would have, would have changed the whole thing. I think the battle lines would have been drawn a bit earlier, but it would have opened the game would have been a bit savage if we had Croc as well. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and get to the merge then. Uh, walk me through because that's we talked earlier when you first get on the game of survivor that surreal moment of seeing jlp on the opposite side and then we get to the merge what's it like to make the merge and not only do you make it you know on a normal season yay i've made the merge but you've made it with your cousin both of you guys made it there so what was going through your mind entering the merge uh where was your gameplay at at that point oh it was yeah, it was unbelievable. So, you know, obviously every 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 person who's played Survivor obviously wants to win. That's the ultimate goal. But underneath winning is merge. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I, I'm a, I think everyone would say that. Um, yeah. I think, I think underneath winning Survivor, merge is the is one of the pinnacles as well. And like you just said then, to, um, to make it with my cousin was unbelievable. Like, we've been through a lot together. We've done so much together and, um, yeah, just looking at each other, we gave us gave each other a massive hug, and, and I was like, "Man, this is this is unbelievable!" Like we've we've made it to merge together, and and like the position we were in when we got to merge, we were super confident. Like I was like, <laughs> at that point in time, I'm like, I don't I don't know how we're not going to get to top six with how strong our alliance is <laughs> here. Like that's like that's what we were both thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like at that point in time, we entered merge with, um, you know, Mark. Um, Sam, Jordy, Dave, myself, Josh, um, Nina. I think Nina was just, I think Nina just went, didn't she? Um, yes, yep, right before merge. She was a huge loss too, Nina. She was huge for our game, especially me and Josh. She was huge, um, which we'll get into later, but she was <laughs> yep, huge. Yep. Um, and Chrissy. So we, we actually went in with um, a very strong alliance and because we had Jordy, we're like, you know, we're going to get Jesse automatically as well. Uh, and we're going to get Chrissy. So we were like, we're, we're in control here. Like, this is just, how's this happened? Like, well, the, 
it kind of turned into it was really interesting to watch because it turned into kind of these pairs. And this is where blood versus water comes really into the game. It, it was like a pair showdown, but you guys were all working together. It was you and Josh, Jordy and Jesse, and then Mark and Sam. And it was kind of just who's going to make the first move to take out one of the other pairs. Well, that was the thing too, because we, we were pretty calculated as a, like a lot of people will think that we were boring, but we actually, we dispatched of like 10 players. Like that's a solid alliance. Like if you look at the numbers to hold, to hold your nerve in an alliance like that and, and actually get rid of people. We, um, sorry, man, I'll go back to the question. Oh, no, the you're way <laughs> The, we we spent we, fire on the show. It's all over the place. Well, the way that we saw it was like, you know, we, we're a very strong alliance, very strong couples together. Who are the strong individual players that if you sit next to them at the end, like who is going to give you the hardest challenge? And it's like, you know, Khan, great player, very strong, very socially. Like Khan was amazing out there. It's like, can you really beat him at the end? And you saw the stuff he did in the game and he went 21 days with an idol. He gave an idol away. Um, like he, you're like, you know, you got to take these guys out. Like that, that's that's a resume that just, you know, that's a huge resume automatically. Um, so we 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 then clicked into that same mode that I spoke to you before. It's like, all right, we've got the majority as couples. Why don't we go as far as we can together? And then we'll, at the end, you know, fair is fair. We go after each other. I'll just say and we did the same thing. I'll just say I didn't think you guys were born at all. I think it's just we've. I don't know if spoiled's the right word, but after like the US seasons and what's been happening, it's just like alliances aren't a thing in them anymore. It's like these voting blocks now. So just to see, like, yeah. I really love seeing an alliance. You guys all work, get together and work together. It was like, this yeah. is classic survivor. Um, but I do have to bring it up. I'm sure you've heard a lot about this. You were a part of the group that Jordy's going around saying that Sam and Mark have two idols. And it's just nobody is buying it. So everyone's had a different version of why they weren't buying it. I wanted to hear your story about why this was like, I mean, and we'll talk purgatory here in just a second and get your thoughts on that. But even after purgatory, he came back and he was still saying, you know, this, they've got two idols. So what was your reasoning behind? Uh, is this, is this true? Is this not? Uh, what, what were you feeling about that? Oh, and this is where the edit comes into it. Like, you know, it's, it's, you've only, you've only got a certain amount of information in the game that you can go on. Um, and Geordie, I love Geordie. Sorry, Geordie, if you watch this, but Geordie, <laughs> <laughs> um, we caught Geordie, Geordie in multiple lies all the way through the game. So like multiple. So it's like a bit like the boy who cries wolf a little bit. Um, so we caught him in multiple lies. Not, and then also we planned to go top six as couples, you know, get there, the boys, Mark and Sam. Um, Josh and myself even spoke to Jordy and Jesse about going for, into the four early days. Um, and Jordy's the one that tried to crack that by going after Josh. So mm -hmm. once Jordy went after Josh and we had that nerve-wracking night where we had to trust Mark and Sam to swing with us, um, you know, he lost all trust from us instantly. So that's why for, that's I know that's from me and Josh's point of view. Like I'm not sure the other guys didn't believe him, but we had a lot of lies from Jordy. Then he tried to do that, and then this is where it gets messy as well. So 
Jesse's a very smart player. Like Jesse, I, I speak to Jesse regularly. Like he's a smart kid. Like he's he's a uni student. He's very smart. So very smart survival player as well. So there's two parts to this. When when Jesse got voted out, Geordie said, oh, I can't believe Jesse went home with his idol. So that's the first thing Geordie said to us. He never said Sam had it. Yeah. So, all right. So we're like, all right, sweet. Well, the idol's gone. Then it was like, I cannot see Jesse giving his idol to anyone. He's a smart player. Um, I cannot see that happening. Like, So there, there's like your two things where you're like, nah, it can't be real. Like Jesse <laughs> would not give his idol. Jesse would not give his idol away and then get voted out. Like, I could not see that. Like, we cannot see that happening. Plus, Geordie said he took it with him. So I was like, all right. Um, and let's be honest here. If someone stole Josh's idol and I knew about it, I'd be kicking up way more of a storm. than. Well, that's a, okay. Like, I do have to say so, here, <laughs> based off what Chrissy said, and I knew the edit probably, you know, brought it down a little for the audience. Chrissy said Geordie got... Again, I love you, Jordy. I also love you if you're listening to this. He kind of got annoying with it to the fact that he would say it so many times a day. Like, guys, he's got a second idol. And Chrissy said at one point, she just got kind of annoyed of, annoyed of it. It's just he, he didn't build like... Yeah. Unfortunately, Jordy just caught, got caught in a few lies before that. Um, and it was hard for us to trust him. But also, it wasn't enough at that time, like, it didn't make enough sense, but also Josh, me and Josh had a very, um, we needed like at that point in time, we needed to stay tied with Mark and Sam because as soon as you break that couple's alliance, you know, the singles were starting to outnumber us. So we needed to stay strong in that alliance because at that point in time, we still had uh, Mark and Sam, Josh, myself, Chrissy and Dave. So we still had six. Mm-hmm. So we just needed to hold that tight because as soon as one of us broke, like, we're in trouble. So we're in a point of, we're in a point where like, all right, we're going to have to risk. There could be a second idol here um, and just keep sticking to our game, you know, and deal with it when it comes up. And, but then at the same time, we're like, we don't really believe Geordie that there's a second idol anyway. And Sam, to Sam's credit, she is a very good actor. So she played it well. <laughs> well, we're going to get to her, her acting and, and your final day here just in a second. Uh, but I do have to say for I, the next question I had up, is I was going to ask you about your immunity win. But I think instead, I'm just going to congratulate you on that tough challenge where you held the stick over your head because it looked oh, like you so. were going to lose. Like you were shaking <laughs> a lot and you you pulled it out. You toughed it, toughed it out. So I, instead, I want to ask you about the purgatory twist because I heard your comments on it. And from an audience standpoint, I loved it. It was amazing and it changed the game. But I also, I'll let you tell our audience how you feel, but I also see your side from a sports perspective. So uh, what do you think about these purgatory type twists where like people get eliminated and then come back in? Oh, it's, you know, from an audience point of view, I get it's awesome for you guys. You know, it shakes things up. For us, mentally, it's terrible because it's like in the game, you're so invested. You're you're that close to $500,000. You're also the amount of work it takes mentally, physically to get people out of the game is huge. Like it, it's after every tribal council, when someone goes, it's like a weight lifted off your shoulders. And then it's like, all right, you get a little bit of like relief. And it's like, all right, now I've got another six people to go. So it's like, you're sort of ticking off that list. So for us to, to do, 
I had I knew I had to beat Geordie to get him out. So that took a lot of energy to have my like you know what I mean? That took a lot of energy. Geordie was on a roll, he was dominating. If he got to the end, you know, he would have been hard to beat. So it's like this win was huge to get him out. So we got him out. Shay was also a beast, like in challenges, you know, and to get these guys out, it took a lot of energy. So we got to that final six, and then we knew that they were purgatory, and all of us were actually exhausted. And then to hear that. We, we, we had a feeling like in Survivor, the Survivor gods, Survivor history, we're like, yeah, maybe one will come back, maybe two. But then we heard three were coming back. It's a pretty hard pill to swallow when you, you know, you're in the top six and you're going to go straight back to nine, like after doing all that work, you know, being tired, starving, like everything. I don't, think, like, people, oh, I don't think people fully understand how much goes. And I mean, I didn't when I first was getting into the show. Like, like you say, how much effort goes into getting someone out? They're like, oh, what's the problem? You know, just vote them out again. Well, it's it's never that easy when someone comes back in just to turn around and vote them out again. Oh, it's huge. Well, you, you're running off. You're running on fumes. Like your body's depleted. Your mind is running off nothing. Um, you're ten percent lighter. So to beat, you know, to to beat someone like Geordie and and for Geordie to perform, you know, you've got to you've got to empty everything you have into that challenge, and that can take days to recover after that. Um, it's, it's like a team not making the playoffs and then they're just like, well, we're going to throw two teams back into the fold, you know, just because exactly. of this twist. If you're looking at the sports mm-hmm. side of things, which is where I, I love the comments you made, because if you are like a fan of sports, it, it, you can look at it that way. Oh, it's like, it's like demolishing a team and then celebrating. <laughs> yeah. And then that, and then all of a sudden they go, no, that can't, that win doesn't count. You know, you guys going to play again. How long, Imagine yeah, how, like, how long is a rugby game? 80 minutes. 80 minutes. Could, could you imagine playing 80 minutes and then they're like, okay, that was just a warm up. You're going to play this team again. Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what it was like. But this is where people don't get it either. You know, there's, then, then there's $500,000 there. Like, you know, you're bringing three people back. You then got to go back and get them out. But those three people coming back can shift the whole game. Like, um, I was just, like I said, it's part of the game. Um, it is what it is. I'm like, I think more the double, the double thing was what got me. Like, I don't complain about stuff like this, but I think getting saved and then having an advantage. Um, I think the two things is what got me the most. <laughs> uh, before, Obviously, before we get to that advantage, which I was very sad to see you go in this situation, let's just say theoretically speaking, and you don't have to name anyone here, but take who you thought was the the weakest player in the game. Let's say they're sitting in the final three with Jordy and KJ, two people who came back from purgatory. Would you vote for someone, no matter how good their game is, who came back from purgatory? Or would you vote for that person who was in, even if they had a weak game, they were in the game the entire time? There's two things I look at, you know, like, regardless of, you know, regardless if they come back from purgatory or not, that's just the way the game goes. Um, you know, I'll still judge them as a player. I'm not going to judge them as someone who's come back from purgatory. Um, I was more frustrated with how I went, but that's the game as well. Um, you know, so I'm not going to be here and, and suck about it. Like, it is what it mm. is. Um, yeah, I definitely, like, if they come back from purgatory, they're still in the game, you know. And and Survivor, too, there's there's another thing in Survivor, Survivor luck. Like, you know, they yep. got the, like, Survivor, a lot of people are like, what's the best way to plan? It's like, there is no way to plan. You need luck. <laughs> yeah. You can um, prepare all you want to, but once you get out there, whole different experience. Yeah. Oh, 
Oh, well, uh, look at the survival lap. The survival. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, no, you're good. You lagged for just a minute, so I thought you weren't talking. <laughs> no, you're good. Oh, <laughs> no, I, I definitely would have voted for, at the end of the day, when you're in that seat um, voting, um, you vote for the best player. Um, and that's what I wanted to get across as well to the audience. Like, you know, gameplay, boring, whatever. It's like, unfortunately, the harsh reality is we're the ones voting for each other in there. So it's like, it doesn't matter. It's, and all that matters is who's got your back in there and who's going to vote for you in there. I know sometimes it might come across as, you might be boring, but at the end of the day, those jury members are going to vote for me. They're going to decide my fate. Um, the audience so is like, important for the show, but it'd be yes. a whole different thing if the audience was voting for who won the money. But I, I oh, get exactly we, what you're saying. You know what I mean, isn't it? If the audience was voting for like who's going to win, but um, that's why when people like you guys are boring, it's like, well, our job's to get to the end. And then, you know. <laughs> yeah, we don't care. Our job is to get, yeah, yeah, our job is that unfortunately, <laughs> I... Unfortunately, like I've had some good, um, I've had some really good messages and all that sort of stuff as well, which is amazing. You know, um, I'm proud of what I did in there. But at the end of the day, they're going to decide my fate. So it's like you just need to get to that seat. Like that's that's yep. that's the one thing I learned. You just got to get to that seat. And if you're in that, if you're in that, um, you, if you're in three of those chairs and you're in with a chance, like you know what I mean, Jordan. I agree with like all the points you put across, especially earlier. You said, hey. I heard I love the message you gave at the the end of that one podcast where you basically said, hey, if you're judging people, which we know the survivor community, they can be great at times, but they can also be very harsh towards players at times. Get out there and play the game and see how you do when you're starving. And like you said, your mind is on 10 percent mode and everything. Exactly. Oh, I mean, it's it's. That's the thing. It's like, you know, um, yeah, you know, if you got time to judge people that are having a crack or anything like that, you got too much time. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, and also like, um, but also you know, if you it's it is who people are as well. And, you know, as players, you know, you just got to make sure you ignore it because I actually, you know, I don't read into it too much. Uh, but I'll, what I do read is some of the really beautiful comments that people have left me. Some of the really nice people and and guys like yourself, you know, that watch the show and understand what it's like out there, you know. They're the people that I, I chat to and listen to in terms of user three zero five five whatever. <laughs> yeah. Who's got who's got who has got two followers and wants to say something. It's like, man, I don't care about that. Like all I care about is like the people that are, you know, the important people. This is also like a beautiful life lesson, like past the game. It's just like keep the positive comments in your life, ignore everything else. But let's get oh. to Let's get to a negative thing, which is when you got voted out of the game, because we have to talk about it, Jordan. I know. I wish I could say, Jordan, congrats on the the half a mil there that you won. (laughs) But let's get to day 39. I mean, you lasted an entire U.S. season. So that is ninth place. Very respectable. But you went out in a dramatic way. And that was when KJ used that game altering twist that you brought up earlier and sent Josh, Mark and... I always forget the third person that got sent out. It was Josh, Mark, and uh, Chrissy. Chrissy. Chrissy, yes. Leaving yeah. you, Sam, Dave, KJ, Shay, and Jordy. In this moment, I was confused. Now, we might not have seen it because tribal councils last way longer than anyone thinks. You know, we get to see like 10 minutes of it. Did you ever think, hey, I need to throw Sam under the bus or maybe, you know, throw Dave under the bus or something? Or did you think when that tribal council started and, you know, you lost your cousin, did you think, hey, I'm in a pretty good position still? 
there's a couple of things that went through my mind. Um, you know, we had we had a plan, um, but once they asked him to leave, there was a couple of things. It's like shit. Um, once Josh left, I was like, all right, I might be in trouble here um, because you know there was only three of us. We weren't sure where Dave was. Um, you know, we we had an idea of where he was, but he was a floater at that time, so he was a swing boat. So. I was like, all right, we could be in trouble here. But at that point in time, I thought they would go for Sam. So I thought I might be all right. But I also thought it was going to be a 3-3. So, yep. um, but there's another thing as well. So me and Josh think about it. I, I didn't think, we both didn't think to pass the necklace to each other. So, you know, Josh had the immunity necklace. So we we would, like I said, we were so cooked. To that would have been a move. I was like, oh. That would have been big. We didn't think though, and I'm like, oh no. Once he left, I was like, shit, I should have like, we both should have like given me the necklace. What would KJ um, have done? Would she have been like, no, never mind, I changed my mind. Jordy, you go. <laughs> or no, Jordan, I think sorry. it would have been yeah. done by I think I think it would have been done by then. Um, I don't know if you could, but I'm pretty sure you can pass each other the necklace at that point in time. I'm pretty sure you can. It's in the rules. Yeah. Um it wasn't until um Sorry, they didn't show everything that happened, but it wasn't until all the back and forth started going. So I did turn to Dave because we did have a plan to work with Chrissy, Dave, and Josh. Like, we just needed Geordie gone. So we needed Geordie gone because, you know, if you sit next to Geordie at the end, you know, he's, you know, he's, he battled pretty hard. He did some really great things, you know, and he had some swing on the jury as well. So Geordie was always going to be hard to beat. So we just needed to get him out of there. And then... You know, there was a lot of the idle chat going on at that point in time as well. So I turned to Dave and said, mate, you just need to stick with us one vote. And then we go after those idols because once we get rid of Geordie, who is creating all the chaos, we then have Josh, Chrissy, myself, um, Dave, and Shay at that point. So that's another majority there. That's five. You know, and then we still have the trust of Mark and Sam. So that's when we can pull off a blindside. And so we needed Dave to hold his nerve stay with us, and then the very next vote, we were, we were looking to go for Mark. Were you were you so truly we'll look- shocked when you got voted out, or were you at that moment still... You know, what was the feeling at that point? Because we talked about how you felt entering Tribal and once they got sent away, but when you saw you were the one going home, did that kind of come across as a shock? Didn't expect that to happen whatsoever? Uh, once Sam stood up and didn't... Once Sam didn't play her idol that she didn't have on her, I was like, I knew I was gone. Uh, um, had to I had be a, a feeling. tough feeling. I had a feeling, so I knew I was like, I'm in trouble here. It's, it was an in- it was an interesting feeling, you know. I was like, I'm very competitive, so it was hard to swallow. But at the same time, my body was like, my body was breaking down. Like I was literally, I was at a point where, um, I was nearly there though. Like I was only seven days away, like six days away, whatever it was. So. Um, it was it was very hard to take, um, but also you know you, if you're going to give some if you're going to give it out if you're going to give it out you got to take it. So that's just how I've been raised. So what was the um, what was the leaving emotion? Because it's cool on one hand, like you said, uh, making it to the show, making it to the merge, winning. There's there's a few survivor milestones, and it's a sad one, but getting your torf snuffed is still like a very cool survivor moment. So after that moment, when you were walking away, was it 
anger? Was it frustration? Was it, you know, kind of sadness? What was the emotion once you finally realized your survivor journey was over? I think it was all of the above, you know, like it was, um, yeah, it was a bit of everything. I was thinking about food straight away. I was like, yes, I'm going to smash some cheeseburgers now. (laughs) Um, (laughs) That that feeling was unbelievable knowing I was about to eat, but it actually, uh, in, in all honesty, it came in waves. So when I left, I was like, oh, what the hell just happened there? Like, um, and then I was also a bit of like, oh, well, I get to speak to my family now. Um, you know, I get to ring, um, you know, my partner, see how she is. Cause you haven't spoken to anyone like, so you also like, shit, I was so close. Like what's Josh going to do now? You start worrying about Josh and it's like, um, you go through all these different stages. Um, what if, what if I did this? Um, I'm starving. I'm going to go eat. Um, I get to see my family. <laughs> Um, I'm happy, but I'm like sad. So it's hard to explain. It's a lot of different emotions. Then you're like, I'm really proud of myself too. You know, I've gone deep here. Um, you know, in the crack the 40 days, 40 out of 47, 46, you know, it's very it's impressive. Yes. Um, and to do it to, with Josh, you know, it's crazy. And um, I, I went through all the emotions, but you find that you go through all of them once you leave. Like once you get hit with reality and you go into the Drew Villa, um, and all the normal things are around you. Like you haven't been, you haven't seen a bed in that long, a kitchen. Like best pretty, sleep of your pretty, life, wasn't it? <laughs> ter- terrible sleep. I had terrible <laughs> sleep. I um, I was overthinking everything. I couldn't sleep. I was laying up, staring at the roof, and um, nah. But it was best best dinner I had in a while. No, I, I ended up eating like a lot. I, got I was gonna, I was gonna ask was that. Many. It's always a fun question. Sometimes it's more fun to talk about like the outside the game part than the inside the game. And that's what was, what was the first thing you had like food wise? Oh, I don't know if you guys have them in the U S but have you all heard of what chicken Parmigiana? Oh, I've heard about it. I want to say I, I mean, I know they're very popular in Australia. I want to say I had something like it in Ireland, but I don't know if I did it. Cause you I had, I had a friend in Dublin that I met up with. He's like, you guys have to try. It was chicken something. I don't remember the, the other part of it. He's like, you do you have, you guys ever had this? You have to try. It. And it was probably some of the best chicken I've ever had in my life. Oh, I, oh man. I actually feel like one now, but no, it's like <laughs> a big, it's like a big, like crumbed chicken schnitzel. Like, you know what a schnitzel is? Yes. So a big, a big crumb chicken schnitzel, but it's covered in like pasta sauce. Um, oh. And then like, and then like ham, and then melted cheese over the top. Now I'm getting hungry. So it's, <laughs> so it's ridiculous. So I had about, well, I had a couple of those. I had cheeseburgers, waffle fries, chocolate, um, beer, and I just <laughs> lots, kept, lots I kept and lots eating. of beer. <laughs> oh, I just kept, I just kept eating. Like the doctor's like, mate, you gotta, you gotta take it easy. He's like, you need to eat like. You gotta eat like a thousand calories, and it can't be like chocolate or fats or anything like that. I'm like, no, no, no. Well, you're used to being a personal trainer. You're used to like bulking up and everything too, right? Oh, that's what I said too. He's like, you need to eat like a thousand calories. I'm like, nah, man. I'm going for like five thousand. I'm starving. Like, (laughs) I'm like, I'm like, never mind that. And I was getting stomach cramps, but I just kept pushing through because I was so hungry. (laughs) Hey, that's that's a real champion right there. Let me just say that. But I know we're running a bit long here. Do you still have time for some fan questions? Yeah, of course, man. No problem. No problem. And, and then real quick, the last question I have in terms of the game mode, you voted for Mark. He got a unanimous jury, which is something that's really hard to do. 
let's just say for the fun of it. And I usually don't do this whole hypothetical look back stuff, but I do want to know if Josh made the final three and it's Josh and Mark, it would have been a close battle. Would your vote have gone to Josh because of the, the blood relation between the two? hundred um, <laughs> percent. Got to support And it's it. like hundred <laughs> percent. And I, I think if you're not voting, regardless of gameplay or not, if you're not voting for your blood, like, I don't know what you're doing, but <laughs> um, I do believe like, yeah, that would have been a very tight battle. Um, you know, I think there's a few people or a few of us, you know, that if we got into that third seat, you know, or one of those three, <laughs> I believe would have opened the game up a lot more. Um, but um yeah, if John, that would have been an interesting one, actually. Um, I definitely would have voted for Josh. Like, that's no that's what I was hoping for. I didn't know. Like, I'm like, if they make it, if those two make it to the end, I have zero idea who's going to win this. But uh, thank you for sticking around here. And thank you to everyone who left us your questions on Instagram. Uh, we're going to get to a few of them here. So first question is from uh, a person you're familiar with. We've spoken about him on this podcast. Your good friend, Jesse. So Jesse asked. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you're like you know i have no idea where this is going jesse asks who is the greatest player you played with and why was it jesse in every single way now see jesse i don't know if he can answer that at saying you are his favorite player because he played with his cousin like we said like that blood relationship <laughs> but that i i had to put that out there jesse said why is jesse the best player <laughs> <laughs> i love jesse he's a good dude he's um he's a good kid he um now Jesse was a uh, my, uh, Jesse. Jesse was a he was a great <laughs> player. You know, I do I do believe I I think Jesse should play again. Um, you know, I think he was hard done by a little bit, but also now he's very very intelligent. Jesse is a good is a good kid, and they didn't actually show how tight we were. We were working together from the start, um, and um, now he's he's very smart and. And I can't answer that. There's a lot of great players out there. A lot of great players. <laughs> send a, you can send him a message after this. Have a good laugh about that. That was that was funny. Awesome. I saw he he asked me that. I said I got to get that on the show. Get it on there. <laughs> uh, this uh, this guy, big fan of the podcast and everything, and he actually said he's met you in real life. Says you're an amazing guy. Uh, his name's Chris, and he asked which player from a previous season. Now you can do Survivor Australia or US, whichever you'd like. What did you play most like during the season? Oh, there's a lot that's to hard. choose from. Yeah, that's a hard one. Yeah. I should have sent well, you these beforehand. <laughs> that's no, that's all right. It's a, it's a hard, it's hard because of the edit because it wouldn't really show. Um, I'd say my person my personality types a lot like Luke. I don't know if you know Luke Toki. Yeah, you're talking um, the, you know, the jungle. It's not jungle. Yeah. King. Is it jungle king? Yeah, yeah. I watched the, king of the jungle. I look. Yep. Yeah. Well, more of just like a fun. You know, I stuff around a little bit. You know, but you know, I can have a bit of a laugh and um, all that sort of stuff. Um, who else is there? Um, yeah, pretty much like that. I reckon. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I am like love the show. I'm a super fan, but my memory is like after like I forget seasons after like three more come through. I'm just like can't remember. I'm the same, man. Don't worry. Um, this one comes from Kiwi. Uh, when are we going to see you back out on the rugby field in black and black and green, you scucks? I had to look up that word first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who, wrote, who wrote that? <laughs> <laughs> Kiwi. Oh, so, Kiwi, I had to look it up because I've never heard of that term. So, I'm like, okay, I'm not saying this if it's like, you know, something inappropriate. 
So I had to look it up, no. and I'm like, I'll, I'll get it out there. I'll get it out there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, um, that's my rugby club, so um, I haven't decided I'm playing this year. So we'll see. We'll see. See how the body feels in the next couple of weeks, and I might make a decision then. <laughs> they, didn't get the, uh, they didn't get the answer they wanted on here, Jordan. <laughs> they wanted a they emphatic yes. I'll see how we go. See how we go. <laughs> and then the last question we have, fan, or actually two more fan wise, uh, from Caddy. What is your nationality? Because you got like, you got sorry? like a, uh, what's your nationality? You've got like a tribal tattoo. I know that, right? Uh, I'm actually a bit of a mixture. So I'm, I'm German, Samoan, and I'm Mary as well. So Mary too. Oh, wow. See, I, I thought, I'm like, I wonder if he's got some Samoan in him. Yeah, just a little, just a touch. Yeah. <laughs> And then the last one is from Caleb. You spoke with him on the uh, Speaking Llama podcast. Huge. Uh, we're fans of theirs. We're good friends. He said, why is Jordan so great? Let me just say, we've been talking about it since you interviewed with him about how excited I was for the interview. And they said you were an, huh. an awesome guy, man. One of my hearts, man. No, I don't know. That gets, they, were, they were awesome to speak to you, mate. Um, yeah, I don't know. I can't answer that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I know. Um, I put you, yeah, that's a question you can't eat. That was more of a way just him saying you're great. Um, no, you're oh, a good thanks, dude, thanks, man. Thanks, you're a good, good dude. dude. <laughs> um, so just a few things to wrap up here. Uh, did you and Josh at all? I asked him the same question and he gave a great answer as well. Did you guys poke fun at all after after the show aired and everything about ah, I got you in this challenge? I made it farther and all that. You guys poke <laughs> around a little bit watching it back. Oh, um, a little bit, not too much. Oh, we had actually we had a bit of fun with it. Like our friends, <laughs> it was more it was more of our friends that tagged us in stuff like that we beat each other at, and um, nah, but we not really. Like we we respected how hard it was out there, and you know, and it's it's my cousin at the end of the day, so you know, we were tried to be humble when we won stuff, and you know, and um, accept defeat as well. But at the start, we had a bit of a laugh, um, <laughs> but then. Now, towards the end, we were just, yeah, just like, just happy to be out there and just proud that we got so far. Always like the deepest questions. This is always the deepest question we ask on the show. What are you going to take away from this experience? Uh, Because there's so much that you end up with, you know, outside of the game, great memories, great friends. So what are you personally going to take away from this whole experience? Um, From this experience, I said to the boys, like Caleb and stuff, um, you know, values um you know once you're in there and you've got no food you've got no social media you're not paying bills you're not doing all that sort of stuff fully all the the life tasks um you actually realize what your values are um and what's important so um the main thing i'm trying to take away from the show is how do i you know how do i stay true to my values and then how do i get that across into you know helping people and and that's what I need to do out here. And um, yeah, I think the main thing I've taken from it is, you know, just be yourself and um, which I battle with all the time. You know, there's, I've got things I need to do in my life that I need to stay focused with. And um, there's people I need to care about and think of, but you know, how do I use what I've just done in Survivor to, to help? And that's probably the biggest, biggest lesson I've learned. That's always my favorite response to hear from castaways. It's like, this is a show and this is why everyone loves it. A show that changes, you know, who you are as a person, not necessarily, you know, you know what I mean? Like it changes, it puts everything in perspective for you in life, being out there with absolutely nothing and everything. Um, this is how we always end the show, man. 
Would you play again? Would we see Jordan back out there, or or was this a one-time thing for you? No, I'd I'd, I'd definitely play again. Um, you know, I don't think I don't think I could go back to back. Oh, they if, know, if they gave you a call tomorrow, you wouldn't do it. I'd probably do it just because I'm competitive. <laughs> but um, you know, I think it's um, it's one of those things that um, I'd love to play again. You know, I'd do a couple of things differently. Um, but also, you you, you got to mentally be ready to go again. You know, Survivor takes it out of you in in ways that people don't um, probably don't get. Um, so, I definitely uh, I'd want to be ready. Oh man, I I would love to see you play again. Personally, I know everyone thinks that I always say this on every podcast, but I enjoyed watching you, man. It was really fun, and thank you so much for joining us today. I have been. Like I said, been looking forward to this. This has been like a, a month in the making or so, maybe more than that. I might have messaged you yeah. as soon as, as soon as you left the yeah, game, so. even though I'm like, I know I can't talk to him directly. So, yeah, uh, <laughs> but thank you for joining. Where can uh, fans find you, uh, Instagram wise and everything? Uh, just on my Instagram, you know, if they want to, they want to follow and jump on, just on Instagram. Um, just uh, you guys will see in the uh, in the comments or anything like that. It's just uh, Jaden Score Schmidt ninety two. Um, if you guys want to follow, if you have any questions for me, by all means, reach out. Um, I'll try and get back to them if I can. But, yeah, I'm happy to speak to people. And, yeah, just on Insta, that's what, where I mainly am. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. You got to be tired, man, because I I think I heard this on the last podcast. But did I hear you get up to work out at 5 a.m. in the morning? <laughs> I, can, no, I can't I believe that. <laughs> No, no, I've got, um, I have like clients and stuff. So, you know, I'm up at 5 a.m. Um, nearly every morning and it's just a part of the life, life man. It's part of my life. So um, as a as a coach, you got to get up that early. So um, I'll be tired soon. So, <laughs> well, we'll thank, you, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, it was an honor having you, man. And you have, a, I mean, you're not going to get a paper in the mail or anything, but just know you have an open invitation to join back on the oh, podcast cool. if you ever want to join us and uh and chat about Survivor some more. Yeah, beautiful, man. I'd love to. Um, you know, I loved enjoyed really speaking with you guys and the other boys as well. Um, and that's been good to to get my um to get my point across and also um and yeah, to have a chat with some real, really good fans. So mate, thank you for having me. And yeah, if you have any questions for me outside of the podcast, feel free to reach out whenever. Awesome. Well, everyone, thank you so much again for joining us and enjoy the rest of your evening.